Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of the Sports Puzzle Podcast. I am going to be doing a solo pod today, just with Brandon here. Um, we're going to talk about the fantasy football week one of playoffs. And we're going to talk about some other things that, towards the end. Um, we do have another sports puzzle. We did not have a winner for the previous sports puzzle. It might have been too hard, but I wasn't going to make it any easier. Or it might be, there's nobody listening that cares about the sports puzzle. <laughs> so, we're going to do it again. But I hope I get the answer uh, on this sports puzzle. So, we're going to get into the fantasy week one playoff games. And we're not, no, not going to talk about the games we are going to talk about all four of my leagues that I was in, that I made the playoffs. Um, I didn't. I have one more league. It's called Feeling Kind of Sunday. It's basically my buddy Anthony um, made up that league two years ago. I think it was the third year, or maybe just the second, but. There's not a lot of activity in that one, so I don't really count it as a league, and there's no money, but it's just another league to do a draft, and about half the league participates, I'd say. But there's some of us in there that are pretty darn fantasy sharks, so those guys like myself, Anthony, who created it, Corey, Kurt, um, and who else is in there? Not much for sharks, I don't think. So, I am going to talk about those four, not the fifth league. So we're going to go into the first one. Um, this, this, the rules here are .5 PPR, and this is my main league. This is the league that I am, have been in for many years. Ten years, maybe a year not in there. Uh, gap, but uh, it's been the main league for sure. Um, there's 12 of us, and it's awesome. Led by a great commissioner, Brett Stanick, and co-commissioner, Andy Johnson. They are uh, leading this league into awesomeness, into legendness. So, my team name was Fire Breathing Shark. I don't really know why I came up with that team name. I do like fire. Um, I do like shark. So, uh, thanks, Riley, for that bark. He wants me to throw the ball. Um, and I just threw it by the Christmas tree. Okay. So, yes, my team name is Fire Breathing Shark, and my team is... Well, I'll go up who I was facing. I was facing against my buddy Brian, and he had a hot team. Um, his team, he, he came in fourth. I came in fifth in regular season standings. Um, we do the top eight, make the playoffs. Um, uh, and then there's no buys for top seeds or anything. It's just top eight, make it, and then it's... Create that bracket. We don't do any reseeding. It's just... Pretty standard. Um, keep your seed, and you get matched up. One, eight, yeah, first place plays eight, second, seventh, and 
and whatnot. So, um, I had the fifth seed. I was playing Brian the fourth. And his team is pretty good. So I'll just, yeah, I'll just get into talking about the players. My quarterback, I started Alex Smith over Big Ben, which obviously was not a good choice. But at the time, I felt that Alex Smith was going to have at least a consistent 15 easy points with, you know, 30, 35 point upside. Big Ben kind of has that same upside, but I was rolling with a hot hand. Um, So Alex Smith and then Brian's quarterback was Jared Goff. Alex Smith got 11, Goff got 14. Not much going to say about that. Antonio Brown was my number one wide receiver. Great pick overall at the third spot. Uh, pretty easy pick. But he had 26.8. He is tearing it up this year and will be the number one pick next year. Maybe Le'Veon Bell, but Antonio Brown, PPR leagues, which a lot of people are going to, if not already converted to PPR. Um, Got to have your standard leagues, though, and mix it up. But he could easily be number one Antonio Brown pick next year across all leagues. And then his number one was Brandon Cooks, and he only got 44.3 points, so one catch, 38 yards. So right now, I have an advantage. Then we go to Mike Wallace versus Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams was a big play for Brian. He kind of blew up at the end and scored some touchdowns, and then that one-yard touchdown, and then he got some more catches and yards, and he ended up with 10 catches um, overall. So he had 25 points versus my Mike Wallace pick. And I know it's why are you starting Mike Wallace and, you know. But it was just the play because I had Cooper on my bench. Um, Chris Hogan, no, I ended up playing him. Um, But, yeah, Cooper was on my bench. And I had D.D. Westbrook. I could have started D.D. Westbrook. Should have. But Wallace got me a respectable eight points, which I was looking for. Consistent with upside. So... Evens itself out again. And then McCoy. I had McCoy. That snowy game was crazy. That was absolutely crazy of how much snow. And it was snowing. It, it was it was absolute nuts. And I think the Indianapolis Colts got a penalty for um, guys that were not on the... There's guys on the field that were not um, in play, I guess. And they were kind of trying to make the surface better for the field goal kicker and they ended up I don't know if they got a penalty for it but there was there was an article about it that I read and, and uh yeah that was illegal and I'm pretty sure they got a penalty um so that was a sweet snowy game against Buffalo and Indy McCoy t- tore it up 156 rushes oh, I forgot how many attempts but 30 plus probably and he got a t- touchdown 21 points for him and then also as Kamara Ooh, that was a big big uh Thursday night um, injury for him. He only got 4.2 points. So I was looking pretty good heading into it. Um, it gave me a little little boost with my confidence. But it gets a little worse from here, let me tell you that. Isaiah Crowell. He actually had a pretty darn good game, one of his best of the season. And I slot him as my RB2, 121 rush yards, 10 reception yards, 3 receptions, 14 points. But uh, he had Le'Veon Bell. Um... Yup, 35 points for him, two rush touchdowns, one reception touchdown, 77 reception yards, and just, he's good. And then we go with the tight end matchup of 
Seven Anderson, Steven Steffen Anderson versus S. Anderson. Jason Witten. Jason Witten and S. Anderson were not doing nothing. They had, like, no catches going into, like, the third quarter or something. Witten especially. And he ended up catching one reception as a 20-yard touchdown. And that was like, come on, man. But it's Witten. It's a good start against the Giants, too. So, you know, he should have done that. It should have been expected of him. Uh, S. Anderson, 2.6 points. I started Chris Hogan. Uh, one reception, one yard. 0.6 points. Great. Jamal Williams, what a big, big pick for Brian. Big pickup, free agency, Kamara and Jamal Williams with the clutch time in the playoffs just to really seal the deal. Um, bam, he got 27 points, and that was huge for Brian. That was the unexpected one for me, along with Devontae Adams getting, you know, 25 with how bad he was kind of doing. He tore it up at the end. So then we're going to the defenses or kickers. Kickers, he picked up Coons right before the game start started. So, boom, 12 points for him. Two field goals, three PATs. Um, yeah, or I should say three field goals total. 12 points, and then Gaskowski, he did all right. He got nine points. And then I picked up Green Bay defense to play over Philly defense, who had that, I'll talk about in another league, but Philadelphia defense had a big play at the end of the game, last play. Um, and then, so, six points for them, 12 for Brian's eight-sack Tennessee Titan defense. So, overall, I got crushed. 101 to 142.86. See a fire-breathing shark. No chance at championship. No chance at third place. Fifth place, best he can do. Sucks. But you know what? I made the playoffs. I had fun. I think I put together a good team. Made a big trade after um, losing D. Cook. Delvin Cook and Chris Carson even in the same week. And um, Yeah, I mean, I didn't have the best draft. Crowell kind of second round wasn't good, but it was. I think it was a solid squad, and I did some good moves. I was happy with the season. Just end results. It's all about the playoffs. It's not work out for me. Okay, so congrats, Brian. Moving on. All right, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through something just like that for three more leagues. And I have to keep my my dog a little occupied here. Um, he wants to play, so just kind of, if he barks or whatever, you know, my apology, apologies, but... Dogs are awesome. Okay, to the next matchup. This setting is an auction league. This is... um, How many years? This is our fourth year? I think it's our fourth year doing it. And I... This is my first auction league, and I like it. I like both leagues, though. I, I, I like having both an auction and a... Snake draft. I never want to go from a snake draft. And I'm glad that isn't our main league, is the snake draft. But I, I know auction's awesome, too. And But, okay, here we go. My team. <laughs> team name in this league is Juggernaut. And I'm going against Randy. R-A-A-A-A-A-A-N-D-Y-Y-Y-Y exclamation mark times about six. That's his team name, Andy Johnson. So, let's get into this matchup. He was the second seed, 9-4, and, and I was the seventh seed at 7-6. and six. 
in the last league, I finished seven and six as well. That got me fifth place. All right. Quarterbacks, I... So, yeah. I drafted Aaron Rodgers, or I should say I was the highest bidder for Aaron Rodgers in this league, and he obviously got injured, but I dropped him. I dropped Aaron Rodgers, and now... If I had to start Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy Garoppolo, I think I'd start Aaron Rodgers. So hope that doesn't. I hope that wasn't a bad management move on my part um, to kind of screw me. But I'm rolling with Garoppolo this week again. I think unless Tyrod Taylor plays and it's a toss up between them, it's a struggle. But okay, I started Garoppolo. He got 15 points. He did. He. Did what I wanted him to do, that's for sure. 15 points, that's solid. <coughs> that is a foundation to build on um, for your team. 15 points from a quarterback. And then, here we go, Josh McCown. Sorry, uh, Andy, but he got negative 1.46 points. He had a fumble loss, an interception, and 46 passing yards. And then he got injured. He broke his non-throwing hand, which isn't... As bad as your throwing hand, but he's on the IR. He's done. But, yes, negative points from your quarterback in playoffs, absolutely, absolutely tough for Andy. Um, so that was a good matchup for me. I'm at, like, plus 16 points right now. B. Cooks is my wide receiver one versus Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, he played on Thursday night, and he got 22.7 points. 117 reception yards, touchdown, and 10 receptions. Big night from him, and I was a little worried. Uh, well, I'm always worried in fantasy football because you never know, but 22 points is a solid start for him. But that it was, like, his best player. Well, yeah, we'll keep talking. Uh, so right now, Brandon Cooks, he got, like we already talked about, 4.3 points. And this is, yes, .5 PPR league as well. And all of the other rules are pretty standard. Uh so we go down to wide receiver twos, Jarvis Landry for me. So my buddy John drafted or was a highest bidder on Jarvis Landry. And I think after week two or something, uh, why was he dropped? I don't know, but he was dropped by um, John and I decided to bid on him because he's a stud. And especially PPR, even though Miami's offense and whatnot was a little sketchy. Um, I bid 70 or 60 on him. I think it was 70. And I got him, and I was the highest bidder by far because it was kind of like a weird drop, and some people didn't know he was out there, and other players' transactions sent him down the list to see, I think, on the homepage. So, yep, that was a big pickup. He got 20 points. AJ Green was Randy's... Wide receiver two. So, um, he got 6.9 points. He had a fumble loss, five receptions, 64 yards. Tevin Coleman was my RB2. I started him over Danny Woodhead, or I was deciding between, I don't think much else. Oh, yeah, I know what I was going to do. I started three running backs, and I was going to start, um, I was going to drop them down and put in a wide receiver at the flex instead of Coleman. But I like the matchup. I like his talent. I wanted to roll with my my upside talent, but 
he only got 32 yards, 3.2 points. Kamara was his other guy. So that was Thursday night. So that kind of offset Michael Thomas. Actually, yeah, I was happy with that, obviously, with 4.2 from Kamara. Um, Bernard, I picked up, free agency. That was a huge pickup, like I said in previous podcasts. And uh, I started him with confidence. He ended up getting no touchdowns, but he still got 16 points. Six receptions for 68 yards and then 62 rush yards. So that was big-time yardage there. Um, thank you, Gio, for doing that. 16 points for him. Lamar Miller for Andy, RB2. Seven points for him. He only got seven points. 53 yards and two receptions for seven yards. He is not – he's like a Frank Gore. He's just average. S. Anderson, I started again in this league. He was kind of a hot pickup, and I tight end was just blah this year. I had Charles Clay, who did this a little better, but um, actually, no, Clay did worse. He had 2.1 points. So, yeah, he didn't do much. And I did end up dropping ASJ in this league, I think, last week or two weeks ago. So, Randy picks ASJ up, and he starts out, and he gets one reception for one yard. Point six points. Ha ha. Deion Lewis I started. So I was going to swap putting Deion Lewis in for my RBs. So Gio, Gio and Lewis. And then I was going to start another wide receiver at flex. And drop Coleman. But I decided to start Coleman. But Deion Lewis, 11.16 point. He is consistent. He has been not getting red zone looks. His touchdown though. But I like him a lot. Um, as you can definitely tell that he's a good runner. He passes the eye test for sure. And... New England needed him this game, and they usually need him in every game before. And he's just trusted. 50 reception yards, 5 receptions, 49 return yards. Um, yeah, it's some other... Wait, where's all the rush? Rush yards were not... Okay. Implemented in this for some reason. But yeah, he had 11 points. Solid. Um, Derrick Henry was my opponent. He had 8 points. He got a touchdown, 20 rush yards. Um about what I was expecting. Arizona was kind of a tough matchup, and his carry... It's just been weird. Henry was a pretty... <clears throat> I, I drafted him in the main league we just talked about, but I never really started him, and when I did, it was the wrong time. Um, it seemed like he went off when he wasn't supposed to go off, and I didn't when he maybe was finally... Uh, I don't know. He's a weird fantasy player, but as soon as DeMarco Murray's gone, pfft, man... He's going to be good. It could be next year. I mean, I, I'm drafting Derrick Henry like every year I want him because he has that upside to be the guy. And once he is, boom! Kickers have Tucker against Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott got 14, Tucker 9. It's a kicker battle. It's whatever. Probably shouldn't even talk about kickers. Buffalo defense, 5 points for Andy, 1 point for Cincinnati. A little disappointed with that Cincinnati one point, but um, I ended up coming up on top, even though I didn't score much. In a PPR league, uh, I got 83.28 points, and Randy got 66.94 points here. Um, yep. Could have started Bortles on his bench instead of McCown. We got the win. But he already knows that, I'm sure, and no need to talk about that. 
Okay, so I won, lost my main, and I won. Moving on, this, this playoff format is the same as top eight, and then one, eight, two, seven, play each other. Pretty standard. So I'm in the top four. Um, so we'll see if this kind of patchwork team. So, and again, I had D Cook in this league. Um, I doubled down on him this year, and it worked. It was looking just great. And then, dang, he got injured. So. Hopefully he heals up, comes back strong, and I know he will. So, uh, D. Cook, and then I also had Chris Carson in this league. Those are bigger than Aaron Rodgers. Um, but if I didn't have Jarvis Landry, I don't think my team had really done much. Riley, I'll throw the ball. Jeez. Okay. So that, all right, we're moving on. So yeah, I'm more than one in the playoffs right now. Moving on to... Uh, friends and family league, kind of, you can call it. Uh, most It's all guys, and it's a sweet family. Um, and it's just it just happened between cousins, a dad in there. Uh, <laughs> actually, my wife's dad, Kip. Um, just, he's the only dad, but there's cousins, um, married in, <laughs> guys, and, man, it's a sweet group of guys we got going on here um and it's a sweet league i actually commission or i'm the commissioner of it um and we started it this is gonna be our third year we got a sweet trophy um yeah it's 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 moving well um so let's get into the matchup we're talking my name as b and then easy against turned down for Watt. So, we got, that, that's, uh, that's a manual. Turned down for Watt, and I'm playing him. Be easy. My quarterback is Ben, Big Ben. 28.74 points, which was very nice. And that's Dak Prescott for Emmanuel. 26.58 points. That was pretty much a wash. 28 for Ben, 26 for Dak. AJ Green. Man, five, 500 passing yards for Big Ben, though, and then five, uh, five rush yards. <laughs> but yeah, five, over 500 pass yards. Um, kudos to you, <laughs> Big Ben. AJ Green, my wide receiver one. He has 64 yards and a fumble loss. We already talked about that. 4.4 points. There's no, this league settings, there's no PPR. It's very standard. Um, also snake draft. So this is not an auction. So I went snake. We talked about auction. Now snake again. Okay. His number one was Josh Gordon. 12.9 points. Pretty good. 69 reception yards and a touchdown. I mean, he fell off after like the first quarter though. He didn't really do anything after that. So that was a little weird. That he didn't do anything after that. Um, maybe they just put like triple coverage on him or something, but he still got 12.9 points. Then my number two was Stefan Diggs, wide receiver for the Vikings. Woo! He had 64 reception yards. And I started him over. I asked uh, my wife Lauren. I just said Diggs or <laughs> she doesn't know who Marquise Goodwin is. So I just said Diggs or Goodwin. And she said, well, Basically said Diggs, just because that's 
who she knows. And I went with Diggs because I had a feeling about him, and I don't want him on my bench <laughs> when I have a feeling about him and when he's on the Vikings and he has a lot of talent. So I went with him. I went with on Diggs, and Goodwin did better. 106 yards for Goodwin and Diggs 64. His number two, Manuel's number two, was Demarius Thomas, which was, I think, his best game of the year, uh, if not top three for sure. 93 reception yards and a touchdown. Solid. My wide receivers did not pan out this week. Melvin Gordon is his water, or is <laughs> running back one, and Todd Gurley is my running back one. Gurley is a beast. He's been a beast all year, and... I'm glad I have him in just one league. I know I have him in two. That other feeling kind of Sunday, kind of whatever league. But at Gurley, and he got 25 points, two rush touchdowns, 96 rush yards, 39 reception yards. Pretty much a weekly thing for him. And then Melvin Gordon, like I said, one rush yard, or one rush touchdown and 78 rush yards for Melvin Gordon. I got the better, better end there, 14 for Gordon. Carlos Hyde was my RB2, 78 rush yards, rush touchdown, solid, solid production, 13.8. He's been pretty solid all year. I, I like I like what he did for my team this year. And then I went against Alex Collins. He did pretty good. 120 rush yards, one rush touchdown, and 46 reception yards. I remember talking about Alex Collins when he kind of broke out his first game, and I ended up watching that game as well. But I watched this game as well. And he is a good runner. He, I like, I like what he does. He has agility, and he has power. He's got the speed to cut it outside. And there's one play like disappeared by the tackles near the sidelines. And then all of a sudden, he appears out of the tackles and just gained like 15 more yards. And he's good. But there is, uh, you know, Woodhead, Jarvis, Buck Allen, and. That's about it, I guess, working, but that was a matchup for him. Alex Collins did well. Carlos Hyde, 13. Collins, 22. Charles Clay was Manuel's tight end. He got 11 yards. And Jared Cook had him in my lineup. He had a big touchdown. That was a big touchdown for me. 75 yards and a touchdown for Jared Cook. 13 points versus one. That's big. Kenyon Drake. Man. He is what won me this game. It came down to him because it was the last game, Monday night. But he had Marshawn Lynch, who got 12.4 points. Kenyon Drake got 19.3. He absolutely beasted it. He didn't even score a touchdown, and he got 19.3 points. 114 rush yards, 79 reception yards. That's ridiculous. Against New England. He carried Miami, and Cutler was slinging it and slanging it. He was making good throws and a couple good catches, so it was a big team effort. But I think Drake running, the way he was running, really sparked this offense to play well, and it they did because they won that game 27-20. Um, so 19 versus Lynch is 12. Kickers, I had Elliott 14, Zerline 5. Defense, I had Cincy again in this league, 1. Philly, Manuel had eight for Philadelphia's defense. Um, so going into Monday night's game, I needed like 10.8 or like 11 points. Um, in my mind, I needed 12 points from Kenyon Drake. And he got 19.3, and it was just 
it was a it was a tough battle because Philadelphia's defense, <laughs> the last play of the game for Emmanuel, uh, it was a close matchup, and then all of a sudden, I think I was projecting to win by like five, and that was kind of it until the later games and whatnot. Not that the projections really matter that much, but I mean they they do. Um, so Philly, last play of the game, and I'm watching this on my TV. Man, that Los Angeles Rams had it was a desperate play. They were within one possession, and um, they did some razzle dazzle stuff. <laughs> and the Philadelphia big guy just basically took the ball and scored a touchdown pretty easily. And then that's a sack. No, that's not a sack. That would just be a fumble and a touchdown. So that's two points for the fumble. <laughs> that's eight points right there, uh, which is what the Philadelphia defense got. So they would have got zero. But yeah, that. That was a big play, but Drake ended up pulling through for me. Um, so, I ended up winning that 126.64 to 118.18. Man, that was a close game. Um, I was a fourth seed, 7-6. Seven and six. Man, all three of those leagues, I finished 7-6. and six, And then Manuel 7-6 as well, fourth and fifth seed. Basically the same thing as the main. So, yeah, um, we are two for one now. I got two teams moving on to the playoffs. Um, top four in two leagues, and then one league, the main league. Uh, I'm out. So we're going to move on to the fourth league that I'm in. This is a brand new league for me. My buddy Brett, he he is in this league. They needed a guy. Um, Brett's acknowledged me as a possible fantasy. Well, he kind of texted the whole group chat, and then... I kind of jumped on it, and I was interested. Um, and this is an auction league. So, yeah, I ended up joining, and 12 people. Um, it's an auction league, basically the same as the one that we just talked – or, no, that was the second one. The first auction one we talked about, but no PPR. So this is a standard auction league. All right, so our team name – and my buddy – well, my buddy Kurt. You all know Kurt if you've been – Listening to these podcasts, um, co-host Kurt, he, it was a, uh, we put some money in here, um, and we just ended up splitting it, and so he kind of co-hosted it, or co-managed, I should say, um, and we just thought we'd test it out and work together on it, because he didn't really do too much auction, and yeah, so it was good. We just kind of did a team effort on this, on this, and so it's basically the sports puzzle. Maybe is our new team name for this league next year. Oh, Drew Dandy's team. <clears throat> Excuse me. That is who we were playing against. We were the third seed at eight and five, and Drew was six and seven at uh, the sixth seed. And this league, this is the first one that we were talking about, I guess the last one, too, that is not top eight make it and that normal stuff. This is top six make it, and the first two get buys in the playoffs. Um, so that's the dealio with this league. So we got third. We were playing against essentially like the last place, I guess. Um, so we'll get into the quarterbacks. We had some quarterback problems this year, but not really. We had Cam, but 
Cam against Minnesota this week. It was a tough first, tough first matchup for Cam in the playoffs. Um, someone dropped Stafford. We ended up picking him up, and then we also picked up Winston. Like, um, so we ended up having just Cam basically riding to picking up Stafford and Winston, and then pick. It was very very tough to pick between the three, and actually between. St- Stafford, Newton, and Winston. The different so Stafford had fifteen point two four. Newton had fourteen point four eight. And the guy that we started, Winston, had fourteen point four. So it was a crapshoot. Big Ben is who we were going up against, though. Twenty eight point seven four. That uh, that was a big game for Big Ben. So that kind of hurt um, in this league. So that was a big uh, disadvantage. Basically, Big Ben doubled up Winston. 14-28. So Josh Gordon we have. Woo! He's a cool player. It's just an interesting story. It's just it's just interesting. And he's talking about how he's... I mean, first was the rehab, and the rehab kind of again, and then, then he came out and saying months ago that he either was smoking or uh, he had some alcohol involved in him during NFL games. Um, so... That's interesting. He's just it's just an interesting player going into the next year and for the rest of the playoffs. Um, Mike Evans was his wide receiver one. Drews. So Gordon twelve, Mike Evans two. Doug Baldwin was our wide receiver two. Thirteen point eight points for him. He had he was slow, quiet, and then he had a big touchdown, a forty yarder touchdown, and then he had a couple other catches. So thirteen point eight. That's respectable from Doug Baldwin. And then we have DeAndre Hopkins. Um, who we went up against is their wide receiver too. Who <laughs> killed it? Twenty-four to thirteen. So with that matchup, all right. And then they had Kamara. God, Kamara, Kamara, Kamara. Um, yeah, two point seven points for him. We already talked about him. Perrine, Perrine, five point two. He didn't really do much. Chargers defense is pretty good though, and it was. We didn't really know exactly. I mean, yeah, we started a volume back and. He just got 52 yards, but he was better than Kamara. Frank Gore, put him in the lineup at the last second um, just because kind of the game of Buffalo was snowing. Gore's a consistent running back who can handle carries and do pretty well with them, and he ended up getting 36 carries, (laughs) and he's one of the oldest running backs, if not the oldest, and he is... Hall of Famer for sure. He is one of the. He is sneakily, just. I mean, not too sneakily, but man, stats wise and rankings, like overall, man, Gore's up there every category. 130 rush yards from 10 reception yards, 14 points. Lamar Miller, six points. Cameron Brait, the Brait and Butter, the Winston Brait connection didn't work out. Brait, 11 yards, 1.1 points. Hunter Henry, we went up against. He had one big catch for a touchdown. 11 points for him. Tyree Kill for Drew. Uh, 8.18 points. This league does do return yards, and I should mention I should have mentioned that for our main league. We also do return yards and also that other uh, first auction league. So I do a lot of return yards in my leagues. Um, and then we started Chris Hogan. We had Lewis in the lineup, but it came down to the Monday night. We needed – we were down six. He had Guskowski, and we were down six. So we kind of decided that Hogan had more of the touchdown upside, and that's what we needed, more touchdowns rather than just yards and with, with him having Guskowski. 
So we decided to plug in Hogan, hoping for the highest ceiling to get us that those points. But it didn't work out. He had one catch, one reception, <laughs> which we already talked about. So that didn't work out. Prater, 7, Gaskowski, 9. Jacksonville defense for us, who's been rocking it all year. 8 against their Pittsburgh defense, and minus 1, which is huge, but... We couldn't come, come uh, we didn't have any 20-point players, no big games from anyone, and then we had some bad games, definitely, with Brayton Hogan, so our team couldn't handle the Big Ben and DeAndre Hopkins studs. We didn't have any studs to compliment. Um, so, uh, 92 for Drew, we lost, we only put up 76.50 to 92.02. ya out of the playoffs, Thunder Dragon. So we went two and two, or I went two and two overall in my fantasy leagues, um, and you know I'm, it's, it's awesome making the playoffs. Um, and I got two teams still hanging, so well, that's cool, and we'll see. Um, that's that's what I wanted to talk about. Just kind of break down, just so you guys know what I'm what what type of leagues I'm in, and. Who was kind of on my team, I guess, at the time of playoffs. And I don't know. I just thought that would be a good idea to break down my matchups in these four leagues. Um, so what time are we at here? We are at 37 minutes. Okay, that's cool. What else we want to do here? Oh, yeah. So Kurt and I, the previous episode, we went over week 14 predictions of the NFL, all the NFL games. Um, another a two-hour episode. It was very... In depth, we detailed out each game, and well, not too in depth, but kind of. Um, so I'm just gonna go over what our what we got right, basically, because we predicted the score and who's gonna win at the end of each matchup. Um, oh, first with me, I ended up having no. We'll end up with we'll go with Kurt first. He ended up having eight out of sixteen games correct, and I ended up having nine out of. 16 games correct. So, that's still not very good. Um, and it's, gosh, that's so weird how last week I, ugh, I only had 8 out of 16. This week, 9 out of 16. And I think I know stuff about the NFL and it's just 50-50. Literally, I could ask, I, sh- I should have Lauren have her predictions on when we do um, who's going to win. And it, she could maybe... Do as good as us. <laughs> but who knows? Okay. So that's that. Um, so apparently we're not very good at predicting scores. But maybe 9 out of 16 is good for you. Maybe 8 out of 16 is good for you, but no. All right. Sports puzzle that went unanswered. The clue was um, basically the neighbor, kind of an old neighbor that is mad and um, at like this kid next door. And I said a movie, it's also a TV show, uh, but the, that, the movie or TV show or the clue that I was thinking of was Dennis the Menace. And maybe I didn't portray it well, or maybe nobody listens or cares to answer this, or maybe other reasons, but <laughs> that was Dennis the Menace. That's what I was looking for. So, Dennis, that is that is the name of the NBA player. So, but that there's there's multiple Dennis's um, in the NBA. And the other clue was a common last name. 
So, Smith is pretty darn common. I mean, John Smith is, like, a go-to for a fake name. So, I was hoping that would have been a harder sports puzzle and one that really gets you thinking, but nobody responded. So, no shout-outs. All right. I think that's about... Uh, no, I wanted to do a Thursday. I mean, we have two Saturday games. We plan on doing another podcast Saturday morning to preview the Sunday games. Um, maybe I should talk about the Saturday games too, but we're for sure going to talk about the Thursday games right now. We are, or the Thursday games, the Thursday game, Thursday night football game, which is tomorrow, 12-14-2017, and that game for the Week 15 NFL is... Oh, really? Man, this is just going to be... Get your popcorn ready for this game because it's going to be glued to the TV. Denver Broncos versus Indianapolis Colts. John Elway versus Peyton Manning. Yeah, this game is not going to be that good at all, actually. But it could be. I mean, well, it could be a close game, but in terms of fast or playoff implications for the NFL... This has this is nothing. All right, so yeah, I'll break it down. Denver and Indianapolis. Um, yeah, the Broncos. Their quarterback's gonna be Trevor Seaman. Simeon. Uh, but Seaman is just kind of what we say or what I say. Trevor Seaman. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is the Colts <laughs> quarterback. And the running backs, what do we got? C.J. Anderson, who actually did pretty good last week. Um, they got Devontae Booker there, too. If I'm C.J. Anderson, <laughs> my favorite, my, he's definitely a flex play. Um, yeah, maybe a high-end flex, but no, he's, I mean, the Colt, that's kind of a good matchup, I believe, for C.J. Anderson. And if, if you got him and... Uh, there's not much else for your running backs. I mean, you could do worse, so I guess put him in your lineup, but he's not a guy I'm really excited about at all. And Frank Gore, who I think Marlon Mack is going to get quite a bit of work this game because Frank Gore just had 36 carries, and Peterson was talking about how when he was getting those big games with the Cardinals – or and then it was, I think it was a Sunday, and then he had to play Thursday. I think he was talking about how he was just he was no doubt sore from all that work and for the with the snow and maybe a little slip in the muscles having to maybe do a little bit different things. Um, but I can imagine Frank Orr being decently tired, tired or sore, and the Colts just not gonna overdo him because there's no point. So I could see Frank Orr getting maybe three points this week. So, oh, man, if I'm in a fantasy league, start with banking on Frank Gordon, like, oh, he just got 130 yards. Oh, man. No, that's – don't expect that this week. Maybe, I mean, five points, that's what he's going to get you, max, unless he gets, like, a one-yard touchdown. But that's not going to happen. But it might because you never know. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel real confident at all. Um and any of these running backs. I didn't have C.J. Anderson in any of my teams. Um, yeah. So wide receivers. 
T.Y. Hilton against Denver, and Denver's been not that good. So I wouldn't mind starting T.Y. Hilton because he's a stud. He plays studs. I mean, obviously people say that, but it's not a bad matchup. Um, I don't think the – what's the weather? Looking like it's going to be 25 degrees, mostly cloud, cloudy at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana. We got three to four southeast, three to four miles per hour southeast winds with one percent precipitation. So that is not. It's going to be cold, but that's for like kicker. The wind's going to be low and you know no precipitation. So that shouldn't be too too bad to play for football players at all. So probably not too much weather. No weather weirdness here. Um, yeah. What else do we got? <clears throat> so Hilton, I would say he's a wide receiver too. He always has that upside. That's why I like starting him all the time because he really can have big, big weeks. In the playoffs, yeah, that can win you the week if you can have one stud go crazy. So, yep, start Hilton, wide receiver too. Um, and then Demarius Thomas, he was he's also a low-end wide receiver too for me. He's involved. He's going to involve. This is a pretty good matchup. Um, it's going to be a pretty close game, and, and I could see this turning into kind of a somewhat high-scoring game. Both kind of mediocre teams this year. I mean, actually pretty bad teams this year. 4-9 for Denver and 3-10 and for Indianapolis. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> Manuel Sanders, he just hasn't been good all year. I mean, in the beginning, maybe a couple games, we got injured, and then since then, he's coming back. It's just since the team, it, he doesn't make good. Don't start him. And tight ends. I mean, Jack Doyle. Yeah, you start Jack Doyle. He scored last week. Start him. Top twelve tight ends for sure. Um, Demarius Thomas or Demarius Thomas. Uh, wait, no. Who is the Julius Thomas is with Miami? <clears throat> so who is the Broncos tight end? Is it, uh, man, who is that guy? I gotta think of him. Not look it up. Oh, who is this? No, it's not coming to me. Well, don't start the Broncos tight end. Um, at all. That's about it. I mean, this game, there's not much, I shouldn't have to talk about this game much. It's just NFL implications, nothing, and fantasy just not too much at all besides Hilton and Demarius running backs. People will be starting the running backs, but they're not going to – I mean, you never know, but I can't see them, like, either of them exploding or doing much at all. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's it. Is that really it? Colts, yeah, that's it. So <clears throat> I'll just do a little score quick. Because I should. Who's going to win this game? Who's going to win this game? I really don't know. I think Broncos are going to win because they shut out a team last week. <laughs> oh, a team. Um, yeah, they freaking did pretty good last week. And I'm going to go with the Broncos here over the Colts. So... Score 
26. I think there's going to be a defensive touchdown for the Denver Broncos. Oh, I guess that's a pretty good defense to start. You can definitely start Denver's defense. So um, Tlaib maybe will take one back. Um, So, yeah, 26 to the Colts. 13? I guess that's the old double up. I don't think the Colts are pretty are, are excited to to play the rest of the season. It's been a been a, been a tough tough year for both these teams overall for sure. So maybe they just tried to go crazy here and out duel and make this a <laughs> worst of the worst game. I don't know. Okay, so that's it. I think I'm about done here with the podcast. Um, like I like we've said though. We're gonna. We're, I think we're gonna start talking about basketball more. I think instead of like just once in mean, the past two three weeks, it's just kind of a once a week podcast. Maybe maybe two, but mainly once a week. Um, <laughs> just the preview, and we want to implement more basketball because we're doing some DFS daily leagues. Um, you know, draft app, DraftKings, and FanDuel's all out there and. It's cool to talk about that and Timberwolves uh, hometown team that we're uh, rooting for. They're doing pretty solid. Uh, they're doing pretty solid. They're the fourth, fifth seed in the Western, so we can. It'll be fun to talk about them if they keep start if they start dominating. It's kind of been a weird. They haven't taken that next step yet. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. They, they haven't. They haven't taken the next step as a team yet. But it was good seeing Butler scoring 38 or so last night. Um, but, yeah, bas- basketball we're definitely going to implement hopefully more. Um, maybe talking about daily lineups and just overall players in the league and whatnot. Um, and maybe talk about our fantasy basketball teams and what's going on with that. So, yeah, this Sports Puzzle podcast is keeping up. We're, we're going to keep throwing stuff at you. So if you keep continue following us, Liking our Twitter stuff and you know, word of mouth telling people oh, there's this Minnesota sports boat part podcast and uh, you might want to listen to it. I mean, just spread the word and we would like to spread the spread this podcast to more listeners and we're having fun with it and hopefully listeners are having fun. We've heard some some good things, things we can work on. So we're just trying to you know do it up. Um, so I'm going to end this episode with sports, sports puzzle, a different one. Let's, uh, um, so here we go. Um, again, the rules of the sports puzzle, um, we prefer, or the answers are via Twitter. Follow us, it's at sports puzzle. Um, I suppose we could open this up to, because uh, for people or listeners that don't have Twitter, I guess, we should also... Um, have the ability for them to answer it, not Twitter. So you can email us, sportspuzzle at gmail.com. That is another form of communication with us, sportspuzzle at gmail.com. We'll monitor that, and we that an answer there, that would be fine as well. So here we go, again, at sportspuzzle Twitter, or sportspuzzle at gmail.com. Give us the answer, and... This is another NBA player I'm thinking of. Current NBA player. So, the first person to answer this 
we'll get a shout out on the next episode. I'll just give them, yeah, just give them a shout out. Um, and that's, man, is there anything else I need to say? That's about it. So I should get into the puzzle. All right, so there's, there's another like, two clue setup, two parts of this puzzle. Um, the first clue of the sports puzzle is this is a Mountain Dew flavor. And then the second clue is not the front, but the... All right, again, the clues for this NBA player. Um, basically, the first clues for the first name, second clues for the second last name. <laughs> so Mountain Dew flavor, or the type of pop, one of their many, many pops that they have. Um, and then not the front, but the... All right, so there you go. Give us an answer via Twitter or email. Um, the first name of this person and the last name, and then we prefer what team they play for. Um, yep, that would be excellent. Then we'd have a shout-out for next episode, which is coming at you, hopefully, most likely, Saturday morning. We'll be breaking down the Sunday game previews and the... Saturday game previews, but maybe I should mention them quick. Nope. Well, it's Chicago versus Detroit and LA versus since Kansas City. Um, Bears, Lions versus Chargers, Chiefs. Um, so we're going to end this on the sports puzzle like we usually do. We'll talk about the Saturday games in the morning. And that's it. This is Brandon signing out of episode 14 on 12-13-2017. Peace out, sports homies.